2: This is your source for breaking news. And what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show.
1: It's time to do something about Antifa, and that's why I'm going to introduce legislation to declare Antifa domestic terrorist. This is the first time a sitting president has had a home searched by the FBI. And that email makes it very clear that Hunter Biden was reading classified information he got from his father.
2: Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios,
3: here's Mike Gallagher. Another mass shooting in California. Here we go again. But, of course, you got people on television saying, all right, enough is enough is enough. What does that mean exactly? Exactly. What do you suppose we're supposed what do we where do we go from here? Another shooting, this time seven people killed in the state of California. Here's Gavin Newsom, the governor there, who seems to know exactly who it is to blame. Now, this is a, a, not a rhetorical question. I mean this sincerely. I mean, I could go through all the gory details there's a great story of inspiration, incidentally, on the first shooting that happened over the weekend outside the dance club in uh, Monterey Bay, where a young man disarmed this monster and prevented more lives from being lost senselessly because of some evil maniac who wanted to kill as many people as he could. A young man confronted him, and it's a it's an act, it's it's actually a A a poignant example of what Americans are capable of doing when it comes to standing up to evil. But where do we go? Another mass shooting. Okay. Awful. Horrific. We've had plenty of them. We've had too many of them. One is too many. This morning on Morning Joe on MSNBC, Joe Scarborough says, Enough is enough. Americans have to say enough is enough. What does that mean? What, what, what do you mean by that? Don't just complain. Give us a solution. Gavin Newsom knows exactly what the problem is. In his warped view, the problem is the U.S. Constitution. I mean, the Second Amendment is becoming a suicide
4: pact. But there's many people in this country
1: that support the Second Amendment and are lawful gun owners. Yeah, I have great respect. I have no ideological opposition to someone is reasonably and responsibly owning firearms and getting background checks and being trained.
3: Wait a minute. You just said the Second Amendment is becoming a suicide pact. And then the, the reporter says, well, wait a minute. There's people who support the Second Amendment. He goes, well, I have great respect for or no opposition to someone reasonably and responsibly having firearms and getting background checks and getting trained. But you obviously have no respect for the Second Amendment, or you wouldn't call it a suicide pact. But I think it's fair to check the box that Gavin Newsom is opposed to the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Period. There's nothing else you can do about it. I, or you could say about that. Here's a Cut 14. Here's Joe Scarborough this morning... On MSNBC's Morning Joe, and I and I'm you know I don't have a lot of respect for the guy. He's the kind of conservative or Republican wink wink that that MSNBC makes a superstar out of. In other words, he's not a conservative at all. Uh, he's one of these never Trump ex Republicans, but nonetheless, former Republican congressman goes on TV after this second mass shooting in California, and I want you to hear carefully what Scarborough says. And I want to get your analysis of it. Here it is. There was a shooting
4: in Des Moines, Iowa, yesterday at a school that I believe Mm -hmm. he killed three people. Two students were shot dead. And a teacher, I thought I read. And that's a mention after our two mass shootings
5: in California today.
4: And so so this this is just... This is side news that nobody's going to talk about today because we have two mass shootings in California. And and, and and this is something that was sandwiched between it. And it's coming at such a rapid, alarming rate that all of the yeah. B.S. arguments that NRA apologists made 10 years ago, 20 years ago. They don't apply anymore. Not not to middle Americans, not to independents, not to people who don't have a a political uh, a a, a political reason to fight this battle. Like
3: enough. Americans have got to be saying enough. Now, again, he's not a dumb guy. What does he mean? Americans have to say enough. Well, I say enough. I say enough to men who stab their wives to death. I say enough to girlfriends who poison their boyfriends. I say enough to people who run their their loved ones over with a car. I say enough to shoplifting. I say enough to, to looting. I say enough to burning a building down. I say enough to cancer. I say enough to... Go down the list. There's a lot of bad things in the world. How do you want to fix it? Because the problem is, and the truth is... Not everything is fixable. And evil, evil is all around us. Evil people are going to do evil things. And you can't prevent that. Or can you? So this is a smart audience. This is a group of people who listen and engage these are passionate Americans who listen to the Mike Gallagher show in the relieffactor.com studios. I'm going to start with you. When Joe Scarborough says enough is enough, what does he mean? Is he the Gavin Newsom model? Get rid of the Second Amendment and take away the right to keep and bear arms? Because that's what the Second Amendment guarantees the constitutional right to keep and bear arms. The governor of one of America's most pop, the biggest states says. The Second Amendment is a suicide pact. He wants to get rid of it. He clearly wants to abolish the Second Amendment. You're not going to want to keep a suicide pact around. So I guess that's one approach. What's yours? What's yours? Do you agree with me that the truth of the matter is there is no solution? Or do you see it differently? When I say there is no solution, correct me, challenge me, prove me wrong. What does enough is enough mean when it comes to these shootings and this violence in America? 1-800-655-MIKE. We have an open phone line for you. I hope you join me. 800-655-6453. Press 1 to come on air with us. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. You can text us your comments on the My Pillow text line. I really want your voice on this. I trust you. I rely on you. I honor your smart opinion. So give it to me. one 800 655 mike
2: if you miss any part of the mike gallagher show you can hear all the important moments from the show when you subscribe to the mike gallagher show podcast find us on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcast subscribe to the mike gallagher show podcasts today
3: COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business, almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business, nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, a church or nonprofit, and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the Government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do all the work and then take a huge percentage of your refund. Covidtaxrelief.org receives a low, reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than Covidtaxrelief.org. Visit Covidtaxrelief.org today because this plan expires soon. That's Covidtaxrelief.org. Covidtaxrelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all. Businesses qualify.
4: Mike
2: Gallagher. Mike, they have just as
4: many murders in all these European countries, and they don't allow guns. That's exactly what he wants. Take the guns from law-abiding citizens because it takes a special kind of stupid to think that a criminal was going to give up their gun or respect any gun laws. I agree with you, Mike. You can't stop evil. Evil will find a way to be evil. But I like what uh, uh, Archie Bunker said on All in the Family when the
3: little Goyle wanted to ban guns. He said, would you feel better if they used ball bets? <laughs> That's a pretty good Carol O'Connor imitation. There's, It's evil, you know, and there is an answer to evil, you know, and we all know what it is. And that answer to evil, which is God, which is our Judeo-Christian foundation, that was stripped out of the schools, what, 50 years ago. You're not allowed to mention God in schools anymore. You're not allowed to let a kid pray. You're not we're supposed to condemn prayer. I saw a story when I got to New York the other day. I almost got back on the plane, went flew back. They have a I forget what building, and they have a piece of art that shows Jesus Christ. Um Derek, can you find that story for me? They have an it's a historic I want to say it's the US Naval Academy or something, but it was here in New York. And it's a historic building, and they have a, a, a an oil painting on the wall that features an image of Jesus. Somebody complained. Well, that's it. Take it down. And you know what they've done? I'm not making this up. They literally draped a tarp over the painting to cover up the image of Jesus Christ. Because some miserable miscreant complained about a picture of Jesus Christ in a painting. See, there's such an a, a desperate effort to strip society of anything that reflects our nation's Judeo-Christian beliefs, and that wins out. Kids are turning away from the church. We have this great hour this week with Summit Ministries, and thanks to everybody who supported the hour. It was a little unconventional for us, but i got a lot of parents who say, I'm sending my kid to Summit Ministries for a two-week camp, a two-week conference to prepare them for college, because they're going to be indoctrinated by these leftist secularists. And we had two impressive kids on. One went into Summit Ministries as a Christian socialist, (laughs) ha. I mean, who had a great conversation with the president of Summit Ministries, and that conversation is available, the full conversation, at the Mike Gallagher Show Backstage Pass podcast. Check it out. Go to our podcast page, mikegpodcast.com, or you can go to mikeonline.com, and my conversation, extensive dialogue with the president of Summit Ministries is available, at the Mike Gallagher show backstage pass. It's a podcast you're going to want to you're going to want to listen to. Because they get it. God's the answer. God's the answer. God is the solution. And Joe Scarborough will never ever ever say that. Perfect name for that little uh, monologue, Faith in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Hello, Faith.
2: Hi, Mike,
5: Hi. I'm
3: so glad to talk with you. Uh, great to talk to you as well. How are you doing?
2: I'm well. Good. Very well here in Williamsburg.
3: Well, welcome aboard. What do you think?
2: Well, I totally agree with you. Uh, the problems all stem from us not embracing Jesus Christ. We have stripped him from our schools, as you said, but since COVID, we've stripped him from our life. Don't go to church.
3: Don't go to church. Dangerous. Don't go to church. Dangerous. Remember the beginning of COVID? Go to church, but don't sing. That was the best oh, that one. That
2: won't fly with me because I'm a musician and I'm a vocalist. You too. I me with too. all my heart. And, um...
3: Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, on that point, Faith, if you don't mind, I, I hate to take your time, but I'm going to respond to something because you just talked about COVID and, and stripping away faith and going to church. I had a friend, Washington State, Broadway actor. Very successful Broadway actor. And he was told by his governor, you can go to church during this COVID era, but you can't sing. And he tweeted a very simple thing. I'm sorry. I respectfully will will sing to the Lord and make a joyful noise. I'm not going to comply. He got fired from his hit Broadway show. Fired. The rest of the cast felt unsafe. Oh, my gosh, Chad Kimball wants to sing in church. He lost his job. He sued them since. I don't know what the disposition of the lawsuit is. But that's the reaction from people. How dare you say you want to sing in church? You need to be canceled. Goodbye, God. Goodbye, singing. Goodbye, church. It's unreal. Jake in Lebanon, Ohio, 800 mike Hey, Jake, welcome.
2: Hey, Mike, can you hear me?
3: Yes, yeah, sure.
2: All right. <clears throat> I just wanted to comment on the, uh, the mass shooting thing you were talking about a little bit earlier. Yes. Uh, and I, I really have a question for you. I didn't start carrying until 2020 with all the unrest that happened. I got a family. I want to make sure they're protected. Uh, what I want to know is why all of a sudden in the past two years there's been so many mass shootings that have that have come to light. I don't know if it's, they weren't exposed by the media or if it, it's something that happened you know, with the
3: takeover. Well, it's a good question. Is it? It's a chicken versus egg. And do us a favor. I'm, I appreciate so much your call, but please don't join us on speaker. Use the use the handset. Good question. Chicken versus egg. Have there been mass shootings before? They haven't been covered, or are they suddenly just happening? Let's keep trying to tackle it. Eight hundred six five five Mike. Portions of our show brought to you by Fellowship Home Loans. Call eight hundred five ten Mike or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com loans slash Mike G. They say the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Ever notice that the more successful you are with Google and your SEO marketing, the more expensive it becomes? That's because you're in the same place as your competitors. Think differently in marketing your business and harness the power of radio by partnering with shows like mine to drive new business to your website or through its doors. The best people to help get you there are my friends at Radioactive Media. I've worked for them for over 20 years. Radioactive Media. They create campaigns airing on all things Audio, podcast, terrestrial, satellite, streaming radio. They can create a customized campaign and monitor the results using their unique set of analytic tools so that you're on course to get an ROI as high as five to one. Radioactive media believes so much in the power of radio marketing, they even use it themselves right here, right now. Contact them today. Radioactivemedia.com. Radioactivemedia.com or text the word radio to 511 511. Text radio to 511 511 today. Message and data rates may apply. Yeah.
2: This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show.
1: It's time to do something about Antifa, and that's why I'm going to introduce legislation to declare Antifa domestic terrorist. This is the first time a sitting president has had a home searched by the FBI. And that email makes it very clear. That Hunter Biden was reading classified information he got from his father.
2: Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher.
3: I'm always worried about telling you the TV shows that I like because I know I have a warped sense of humor. And admittedly, and I'm not proud of this, some of the shows I like are kind of edgy. Veep is a good example. It's lots of language in it. This is not, I, I, you know what haunts me? Many years ago, I admitted I watched The Sopranos with Denise and the kids on Sunday nights on HBO. And a little old lady called me months after I said on air that I liked The Sopranos. And she went out and ordered HBO because, well, if Mike likes it, I'm going to watch it. And it must be a show about a church choir. The Sopranos is most decidedly not about a church choir. And this poor little old lady called me, and she was mortified at the violence, at the the, the, the language. And I just have always been worried about recommending TV shows to you, because I don't want some little old lady to watch Veep and then be offended by the language, because there's some, you know, raunchy language in it. It's the funniest TV series ever made. I mean it's right up there with Arrested Development, that's another one. You want to binge watch funny TV series. A- again, warning not for children, okay? These are, you know, edgy shows. But Arrested Development is just fall down funny. I mean, if you like the the comedy in the movie Bridesmaids and a- again, I think it's one of the funniest movies ever made. Ever. You'll love Veep. And what Kamala Harris said at a speech, at a pro-abortion speech, is so funny. Because you figure she's standing up there, you know, on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Which, of course, overturning Roe v. Wade has has sent the left into fits and spasms of hysteria. They cannot believe that states get to determine... Um, abortion. No abortion wasn't outlawed as a result of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Nonetheless, fiftieth anniversary. Picture this: Now, if you've watched Veep, you got to picture um, Julia Louis Dreyfus as the fictional vice president, and you know that she's been told, now, uh, Madam Vice President, you got to give a speech over the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, which was just overturned. Now. We want you to reference the Declaration of Independence, but how are you going to reference the Declaration of Independence and say you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? That's going to be a problem, uh, Madam Fictional Vice President. You've got to leave life out. And I can just see Julia Louis-Dreyfus as the Vice President saying, I can't leave life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness out. That's stupid. It's the Declaration of Independence. Oh yes, you can. Yes, you must. It's the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, so you you, you got to go out and do it. And then the funny fictional character stands up and leaves out life from the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay. This wasn't Veep. This isn't a TV show. This is real.
5: A we made in the Declaration of Independence, that we are each endowed with the right
3: to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> she just skips it. She leaves it out. And you can see it. You can almost see it in her, in her face. She's always got that deer in the headlights look when she speaks because she's awful. And you can see her. She's looking up at the teleprompter and she doesn't know what to do. She goes, oh, I can't say right to life at a speech that celebrates death. I'm I'm I am celebrating abortion here. I can't stand here and say right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They're gonna eviscerate me over this. I'll get crucified by the progressives. So I know what I'll do. I'll just skip it. I'll just go you this is they wouldn't write that in Veep. They'd say that was too stupid a plot line. But she did it. That's the woman who's a heartbeat away from the presidency. What what a maroon. What an absolute maroon. Oh, my goodness. Hey, again, life imitates art. It's Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. We're in the ReliefFactor.com studios. Meanwhile, if if Biden were Trump... We'd be getting the drumbeat of, the walls are closing in now. Oh, more documents. It's all over now for Trump. I mean, Biden. It's all over for Trump. I mean, Biden. No, no, we're not getting that, are we? We're not getting the... There's more documents. And now there's evidence that Hunter, that guy, that poor, tortured, corrupt guy, evidently read the classified documents. Now, of all people that you don't want reading classified documents, you know, America's deepest secrets, you don't want that guy reading classified documents. But as Tucker Carlson reported last night, it apparently happened. There's a report in the New York Post which shows an email that Hunter Biden wrote suggesting he saw daddy joe's classified documents here was tucker last
1: night on fox news there's a lot going on here and in the mountain of reporting on this one thing struck out to us and it's from miranda divine piece in the new york post today and in it she quotes from a long email that hunter biden sent to his business partner in 2014 before a trip to ukraine and that email makes it very clear that hunter biden was reading classified information he got from his father in violation, clear violation of federal law. It's very obviously true. And if it be proven true, and we think it can be proven true, they're done. Uh oh
3: spaghettio problems in the White House. Here's Fox News Channel's Peter Ducey pointing out the historic nature. Now there may not have been a 6 AM raid with SWAT team members, with long guns. But nonetheless, the, this is pretty
1: historic. This is the first time a sitting president has had a home searched by the FBI. And the press secretary insists President Biden does still intend to run for president, run for re-election in 2024, but they do concede there is no precedent for somebody running for president after having the FBI search their most private quarters.
3: He's not going to. He's not running in 2024, Peter. No way, no way in Hades is he running for office. Are you kidding me? He's going to be lucky if he doesn't get run out of office. Here's Britt Britt Hume pointing out that now that we're finding out that Biden was apparently taken. These are classified documents. And incidentally, I'm going to stick my neck out here, and I'll be I'll be real with you. You ain't going to like what I'm about to say. It's not a whole lot better that Trump did it, except Trump had the ability to declassify them. That's the distinction. You know, I mean, nobody should be taking documents, classified documents anywhere. But if anybody can, I think it's the president, because he can declassify them. A vice president cannot. A senator cannot. Here was Britt Hume's analysis last night on Fox News Channel with Brett Baer.
5: Let's take, for example, what we learned over the weekend, that he took documents home while he was a senator. A senator has no authorization whatsoever to remove a classified document from the secure uh, compartmentalized information facility that they have on Capitol Hill and elsewhere, the only place where someone not in the executive branch is ever supposed to see a classified document, let alone take one out of that room, let alone out of the building, and let alone home and then to hold on to it for these many years. So that was, you know, utterly indefensible. And the president's defense uh, or that there's nothing there seems to be particularly regrettable since no sooner did he say that than this, the fact that this happened turned up.
3: Here's the problem. That kind of analysis is only being heard on places like Fox News Channel. That kind of reaction is only happening in talk radio, Newsmax, One America News, you know. Townhall.com, Salem News Channel. I mean, you're not getting this at ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, Washington Post, New York Times. They're, Of course they're running cover for the guy. Of course they're covering for him. They don't want to acknowledge how bad this is. Do, w- will it matter? That's my default question for you. 1-800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. Does it matter? Will it prevent Biden from running? I believe there are other factors that are going to prevent Biden from running, but is this as bad as it seems to be? Give me your takeaway on the latest round of additional classified documents found in Grandpa's house. 800-655-MIKE. We have an open line. I hope you join us.
2: Mike Gallagher. When you need to say it now, text it. You can text Mike anytime at 800-655-MIKE. That's 800-655-6453. It's your direct pipeline to the happy conservative warrior. It's the MyPillow text line. 800-655-MIKE. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show.
1: It's time to do something about Antifa, and that's why I'm going to introduce legislation to declare Antifa domestic terrorist. This is the first time a sitting president has had a home searched by the FBI. And that email makes it very clear that Hunter Biden was reading classified information he got from his father
2: now from the dot com studios here's mike gallagher
3: this classified document scandal is uh, turning out to be intriguing on a whole lot of levels i just saw a clip from dan abrams dan abrams is a host over on news nation he's a longtime media guy he he uh, founded uh mediaite and uh i think he's got that doesn't he have that show uh Crime Live, or whatever it's called, or Live 911 or something, but he's he's a, a media figure. He's making the case now that Trump shouldn't be charged over his document controversy in light of everything that's happened with Biden's classified documents. Now, this is very intriguing, because with the Department of Justice finding even more classified documents... This probably bodes well for former President Trump. uh, Dan Abrams said, I am finally convinced the DOJ won't or probably shouldn't prosecute Donald Trump in connection with the documents found at Mar-a-Lago. You know, I never thought of it that way, but he's got a point. He said, I firmly believe that Trump's almost certainly committed a crime— it's not just the classified material keeps popping up in Biden's homes and offices, <laughs> but they do. It's also what Biden has said, both about his own situation and that of Donald Trump. Um. He he played the Merrick Garland clip. Now Merrick Garland said, "Oh, we we don't we don't differentiate. Uh, we are just very neutral here," and blah blah blah. Dan Abrams said, Come on. When you talk about prosecuting the former president of the United States and investigating the current one, it can't be just about the definitions of criminal statutes. Both of the cases stem from the former president and former vice president not taking classified material seriously enough. In both cases, they kept dozens of documents they weren't supposed to have. And if you're going to charge for that, you better be able to explain to the public why it's so serious that a former or theoretically current president should get charged for it. And so, you know, interesting way of looking at it. This might be great news for Donald Trump. Bad news for Joe Biden. Bad news for the Democrats. And they've just got to be slapping themselves in the in the forehead saying, gosh, how dumb can you be? Going back to his days as a U.S. senator. And what's fascinating about the, the Biden story is that Hunter Biden reportedly had access to the classified documents, which would be, frankly, grotesque, because that's not a guy you want with America's top secrets. You don't want Hunter Biden, of all of his problems, with all of his problems, reading classified documents. And I'm not talking about his drug problems, and I'm not talking about the hookers and the naked pictures and all the other salacious stuff. I'm talking about Hunter Biden's business dealings with places like China and Ukraine. This is so unbelievable that we've got a sitting president with a very close son, and he has described Hunter Biden as his best friend, as I understand it. They're not distant. This is a close-knit family, and Hunter Biden, very close to his father, who happens to be the 46th president of the United States. And you go down the list of Hunter Biden's business dealings, and Burisma, and serving on boards, and all of this garbage, all all of these shenanigans, all of this corruption. And Biden, the father, pretending he doesn't know anything about his son's business dealings. I know all about my son's dealings, and I talk to them about three times a year. Don't tell me, Joe Biden. I'm kidding, of course, but it's not three, maybe it's five. But I don't have the close relationship with my sons. I wish I did. I mean, we're close. I know what my kids are doing. I know what my sons are up to. When they've got something going on, they reach out to the old man. They talk to me about their... But you think Hunter Biden and Joe Biden didn't talk about Hunter, but nobody believes that. He's lying. He's corrupt. This is a corrupt... I'm sorry, a corrupt family. And people from Delaware know it. It goes back many, many years. The grifters. Look at Joe Biden's brother. These people have all profited off the Biden name. And Joe Biden sounded exactly like a Mafia Don when he said, nobody F's with the Biden family. (laughs) Capiche? I mean, it's unreal. We're looking at a complete implosion of a presidency. And so there's a couple of ways to look at this. What do you think of Dan Abrams' argument? that this 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 fares well for trump i would look at it a little bit more cynically yeah they might not charge trump as they won't charge biden but their the goal is to keep both of them from running in 2024 the objective here is to prevent both biden and trump and and you know what i think the beast thinks they got him and they might they may have i don't know it, it, it may work where there's a clean slate. We've been uh, taking a poll at mikeonline.com, the Birch Gold survey. Who do you want to be the GOP nominee for president in 2024? Trump overwhelmingly is winning that poll. You want Trump? You want DeSantis? You want Mike Pence? You want Nikki Haley? You want who do you want? And Trump, Trump won overwhelmingly. Like 73%. Invite you to take the Birch Gold survey. We like to to, to find out what people are thinking and how you would vote. 800-655-MIKE. Eight hundred six five five six four five three. Welcome aboard. It's a Tuesday episode of the Mike Gallagher Show right here in the ReliefFactor.com studios. We'll start with Jim in Louisville. Hi, Jim. How you doing?
4: Hey, Mike. How you doing? Glad I'm on your show. With Me here. too. Hey, I'm looking at it as a game of chess with those politicians. They're going to take the queen out just so they can get the king of Trump. Mm-hmm. So so you agree with
3: me? You you agree with me the goal is to take them both out? Exactly.
4: Get them out of there, and maybe we can get life going better again with this government system of ours.
3: All right. Sounds like you agree with the scheme. All right. Thank you, Jim. One open line, 800-655-MIKE. Teresa in Asheville, North Carolina. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Mike. Hi. What I
2: wanted to say: There's a great deal of difference between Biden and Trump's situation. Number one, Trump had the right to take those documents as he was the president.
3: He well, he didn't have the right. We had the right to declassify them. That's correct. But have you heard that technically Biden had the the right to declassify as well as vice president due to an Obama executive order? I don't think so. Well, I I, you know it's funny. I asked Derek to check that for me. Because I've been hearing that in the last day or two, and he sent me this long, as Derek sometimes does, sends me a 20-page, you know, white paper. I, I mean, Listen, I, I'm not Hugh Hewitt. I don't read white papers. you got to break it down for me. you got to send me an article. Send me something from the New York Post. <laughs> Make it easy for me. Uh, but as I understand it, Obama signed an executive order in 2009 which would allow the vice president to declassify documents. Now, there's no such exemption for Biden as a senator, so I don't think that works either. But uh, you know, the whole thing is a mess. I I got an idea. Let's make it let's keep it simple. Since I'm the simpleton that I am, no classified documents should leave where they're supposed to leave. Sorry. I mean that that you know it's kind of simple for me, just don't do it. Bob's in Montauk, out on uh, Long Island. Hey, Bob, welcome to the Mike Gallagher Show.
4: Good morning, Mike. How are you doing? I'm
3: good. How are you, Bob? I'm
4: um, great. Uh, listen, yeah, just about this whole Biden thing where uh, he's got the laptop and he's got... The FBI already had that information,
1: okay, for right.
4: quite a while now. Okay. So what it comes down to is they know. They had the conversation between Hunter for how long, Okay. They know he's got access to these documents. Which, which, which again,
3: which again, that confirms my theory, or that would support my theory. This is all strategic, and this is all very, very purposeful.
4: Exactly. Yeah. They they knew ahead of time. This is what. And look, we killed two birds with one stone.
3: Take them both out. Okay. I know. I'm telling you. I think there's something to this. It's, uh, I mean, classified documents, and here's Dan Abrams. Well, okay, now we're not going to show. we shouldn't try- charge Trump if you're not going to charge Biden. So guess what? Um, clean slate. And uh, more than a few people will appreciate that. Others uh, will be just frustrated. Where do you see it? 800 mike one open line. Great to have you along for the ride. Speaking of great, the great Sarah Carter. Had a great conversation with her yesterday. I'm using the word "great" too much. I just became aware of that. Sorry. I had a terrific conversation with Sarah Carter. It's on our podcast, and I'm going to play a snippet for you coming up in a couple of minutes because she is uh, over the all over the border and fentanyl, which is poisoning our 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 country, and uh, we have nothing but the uh, the bad guys to blame for that. My conversation with Sarah Carter and you. All ahead.
2: The Mike Gallagher Show is now on TV. Watch the show every weekday on Salem News Channel. Stream anytime on any device. Find us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, Apple TV, and more. Or just go to SalemNewsChannel.com. The Mike Gallagher Show, now on TV. And I
4: read some magazines
2: about those
1: ladies.